0: This is WJXC-LP, Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM. Your home for Bruin Sports Radio coverage of St. Joe Bruin football, Bruin basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday evening and Monday morning. The Bruin Buzz Live is underwritten by Doug Thomas Percussion, Bank Plus, Bell Brothers Inc., The Blanchard Group, Brad Miller EXP Realty, Brent's Drugs, Bernini grantham Grower and Hughes, Clements Realty, CrossFit Fossil Fuels, and John B. Stewart, real estate appraiser and consultant. Hello everybody, this is the Brewing Buzz Live, a 30-minute interview show airing every week on Friday at 5 p.m. and repeating Monday morning at 7.30 a.m. on WJXC Jackson. This show is also available as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all major podcast platforms. I'm your host Jack Clements, and this week I'm joined by Miss Manuela Picarella, the coach of the St. Joe Spirit Steppers. But before we get into the interview, we go to John Bellotti in the newsroom.
1: This is John Bellotti from Beroun News Now. This week is a little different as topping news this week is a sports story. St. Joe had a large crowd in the lobby of the Fine Arts Building on Wednesday, National Signing Day for high school athletes. We had six Bruin seniors signed to play ball at the next level and another senior who committed to play baseball at Community College. It was a great day for those students. Combine them with senior Sydney Shoemaker's decision in December to play soccer at Meridian Community College and it highlights the strength of St. Joe athletics. In Bruin news this week, St. Joe students are able to sign up for this year's edition of Bruinthon set for Friday, May 1st, the largest community fundraiser staged every year at St. Joe. Participants stand on their feet dance, and play games for eight straight hours to raise money for the Batson Children's Hospital. St. Joe hosted its annual St. Vincent de Paul Food Drive last week during Catholic Schools Week. Bruins collected enough food to feed many families. St. Richard Catholic Church will take the food to its pantry and distribute it. Bruin family and friends met in the Fine Arts Lobby Thursday night for the Jam and Jambalaya fundraiser. For $10, each person dined on jambalaya and king cake for dessert. All money raised will offset travel costs for the band, color guard, cheerleaders, and spirit steppers to appear in the annual carnival parade of the Crew of Toth in New Orleans Sunday, February 23rd. Freshmen took the day off this past Tuesday to participate in their yearly spiritual retreat at St. Richard Catholic Church in Jackson, led by St. Joe's retreat team. Students went to Mass, played games, and grew closer to God and their fellow classmates while learning what it means to be Bruins. February is nationally recognized as Black History Month. St. Joe will stage the school's annual Black History program at 2 p.m. on Friday, February 28th. If you are interested in participating, please see Ms. Kenya Ashby. Aside from the sports signings we outlined earlier, this week's other big sports story comes from Bruin Soccer. Both the boys' and girls' soccer teams faced off against arch-rival St. Andrews on Tuesday for the North State Championship game and a trip to the state championship. Unfortunately, both teams lost and were eliminated. The boys fell in a close game 2-1, the girls lost 3-1. Despite the losses, both teams played well Tuesday. The boys did not allow a single shot in open play, and the girls became the third team this season to have a lead at some point against a tough and extremely talented St. Andrews girls team. Both the boys and girls are already looking ahead to next year, with plans to make another run for a state title. In Bruin Bowling, the state tournament is coming up, this year being held on Valentine's Day with the girls and the boys' bowling teams looking good heading into it. The boys will be led by Michael Doherty and Cole Roof, and the girls will be led into battle by Ava Hilton and Hannah Patton. Both teams entered the state tournament after a strong showing in the race for the South State Championship. The girls finished first in their group while the boys were runners-up. In Bruin basketball, both teams lost to Peelahatchee Tuesday night, their second-to-last regular season and district game. The boys fell 52-48, while the girls lost 54-26. Next up for both, the regular season finale tonight on the road at Riverside. This is a huge game and would be a boost for the Bruins as they head into the district tournament. Other spring sports have begun practicing, including Bruin Track, Girls Softball, and Boys Baseball. Seasons for All open later this month. Anyone interested in joining the middle school or high school cheerleading team must attend a mandatory meeting at 6 p.m. Tuesday, February 18th in the school library. Girls and at least one parent must attend. The cheer clinic will be Monday to Wednesday, March 2nd to 4th, from 3.30 to 6 p.m., with tryouts Thursday, March 5th at 3.30. You can sign up outside Ms. Brenda Kofers' classroom in the 300 building. And dance clinic tryouts for the Spirit Steppers will be Monday, February 24th to Friday, February 28th. Parents of students who plan to try out for the Spirit Steppers should attend a 6 p.m. meeting in the St. Joe Cafeteria on Monday, February 10th. Tryouts are open to rising 9th through 12th graders. This is John Bellotti from Bruin News Now.
0: All right, and we're back to the Bruin Buzz Live. Once again, I'm your host Jack Clements, and this week on the show, I'm joined by. Miss Manuela Picarella, the Spirit Stepper uh, coach, right? Right. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, thank you for being on the show this week.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: So, I know this is your first time and you were <laughs> a little worried that it was going to feel like forever, but I promise it goes by quickly.
2: Okay, good.
0: Okay, so a big thing is coming up for the Spirit Steppers, uh, going to march in the Crew of Toath Parade down right. in New Orleans. Tell right. us a little bit about that.
2: Well, um, let's see. I believe the parade steps off um, about 11 o'clock a.m. And it's, I believe, a six-mile march for the girls. Um, So I expect that to take us roughly about three hours, three and a half hours. Um, And uh, it should be a lot of fun for them.
0: So about six miles so what are the girls doing on the march is it like the same as when they walk down to the football field
2: uh pretty much yes it's like the that same routine the best example and um if anyone saw them in the Christmas parade um, it's gonna be basically that um, basically every time the band plays a song they're expected to dance, but the movement has to be marching so you move forward. Um, so it's a lot of uh, hand motions, arm motions, some, you know, let's uh, just call it fancy feet. Um, and you still have to, you're expected to entertain the crowd as you move.
0: Right. And I was wondering if it was going to be mostly arm motions because... Yes, keep, I mean, they'll do a kick forward. here and
2: there, um, just waist high, though, and they do have, like, one low, uh, if we get technical, hitch kick, but um, other than that, when the band plays, like, taps or something, um, we'll just march, like you okay. see, marching from fine arts to free game
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is, uh, the first time in many years that St. Joe's gone and done this. And, you know, we were talking before the interview that, uh, you used to march in parades as part of like a, you were on a dance team. Yes.
2: I went to, I attended an all girl Catholic school, um, and Immaculata High School. Um, and I danced for an all boy Catholic school, Archbishop Shaw, um, Two sister schools made up their pep squad, dance team, and cheer. Um, So I was on the dance team. And we marched in uh, three parades in one weekend. It would be uh, Cleopatra on Friday night, Choctaw on Saturday, and Allah on Sunday. And then the following weekend, we would march in Endemian leading up to Mardi Gras.
0: So I'm sure this is kind of a fun experience for you being able to take your uh, dance team down to do what you did when you were in high school.
2: It's a whole lot of fun. I'm really excited for them. Yeah.
0: I can imagine. So, you know, I'm still hung up on the fact that it's a six mile march. So, I mean, how much preparation has gone into that?
2: I mean, I would be lying if I said teams like dance lines back home you know, say, oh, we're going to clock in so many miles per week. Um, You don't typically do that. You should be conditioned, you know, even coming out of your season. Um, And the pace is a steady pace. It's not like even speed walking. Um, So what we've been doing is mostly focusing on the choreography and not so much on, the mileage um, that they'll you know, okay, so,
0: take I mean, on. Um, I'm sure the team is in great shape, having to right. perform and whatnot. So the mileage isn't really the issue here. Not
2: so much. Not with my girls. Um, we are more focused. You know, uh, there's viewing stands along the road, and in those viewing stands there are judges. Most okay, of the so time. Okay, so it's competition too. Right. So most of the time, at least the parades that, um, I've marched in previously and they don't always, there's like the big viewing grandstands, um, which usually is where the toast takes takes place, um, with like the King and the Queen and their family. Um, that's usually at Gallier Hall. Um, but there's other stands, probably about two others, um, And we were always told by, um, when I was in high school that the judges could be anywhere. And so the goal was to walk away with some type of performance trophy or something at the end of the parade. And usually they would give those to you sometimes at the grand, uh, Viewing stand, or there was the second one I remember. But um, so my focus is making sure that the girls look tight, as I call it, um, polished uh, with their movements of course. for the choreography and the six miles. I mean, they're going to feel it, but mm-hmm. it's not like running. A it's, not, 5K. it's not running. No.
0: It. It's still walking. <laughs> right. Okay. So I mean, that doesn't sound and they will
2: bad. be wearing their white boots. That's the question.
0: Oh, they do I've boots.
2: been asked several times. It's part of their uniform. So they will be marching in those and they Won't be the only ones doing that, too. So, it's pretty. It's a pretty look, too. Okay.
0: So, I didn't realize that there was a competition aspect to this, and that's very cool. So, I mean, you know, like you said, you don't know where the judges are, so you have to be on point the whole way.
2: And they can judge you, I believe, as a complete unit. So, that would be cheer, steppers, and band. Or they could, you know, just focus on the choreography in the groups, And then the band alone.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I see. All right. With that, we're going to have to go to a quick commercial break to thank our sponsors. But uh, the and Buzz Live will be right back. Bruin Buzz Live is under the umbrella of Bruin Broadcasting Network, which is part of the award-winning student-produced journalism department at St. Joseph Catholic School. All of the work we produce is entirely student done under the advisory of Mr. Terry Casarino, with Principal Dina Kinsey's approval. Everything we produce is done right here at St. Joseph Catholic School, 308 New Mansdale Road, Madison, Mississippi, unless, of course, we are at on location at a Catholic feeder school in the community. None of the work we do would be possible without the generous support of our sponsors. Sponsorship is how we keep our journalism program going and make sure shows like this can air every week for you, the listener. This show, The Bruin Buzz Live, is made possible by Doug Thomas Percussion, Bank Plus, Bell Brothers Inc., The Blanchard Group, Brad Miller, EXP Realty, Brent's Drugs, Bernini Grantham Grower & Hughes, Clements Realty, CrossFit Fossil Fuels, and John B. Stewart, real estate appraiser and consultant. Thank you to all of our fine sponsors. And now, back to the show. And we're back to the Brew and Buzz Live I'm your host Jack Clements and once again I'm joined by Miss Manuela Picarella. and in the first half we talked a good bit about what's going to go into the uh, Spirit Stepper March down in New Orleans for the Crew of Toth Parade but uh, now we're going to talk about how they put it all together because like you mentioned before you're going as a unit mm-hmm. with the band the Spirit Steppers and the cheerleaders all together so in practicing, did y'all practice all together?
2: Uh, not yet. Um, but the plan, I believe, at least I plan for us to practice with the band um, and have cheer join us to um, the week before we leave. Um, we, the Steppers, um, I guess you could say we had a trial run through marching with the band for the christmas parade which i have to say moved um the pace of that was much quicker than i thought it was going to be so it was great practice for the girls um and taking that wide turn on um from old canton onto main street um was great for them to experience live and what you do with that. Um, that's what we mostly practice is the um, possible pauses that will take place and turns um, that they'll have to make, right and left turns as a unit. So
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Where have y'all been practicing this? Did um, y'all just march around the school? We
2: hide out right now in the back of the fine arts parking lot. Okay. Yeah. Eventually, you'll see us come up towards the front uh, okay. by, like, the 400 building. Yeah.
0: Because I was wondering, like, I've never seen them march around no. the school. Right now, we just up.
2: circle that one little loop in the back, the very back.
0: Okay. All yeah. right. Um so, y'all just do that, what, hundred times yeah. practice? I mean,
2: until they yes. look miserable, yes, <laughs> because we're doing the same thing, yeah. and then we'll take a break. No, I've yes. seen
0: parades before, but, like, when they go, are they going to be walking, you know, like, three across, or...
2: Yes, Um. you, let's see, I believe I'm only taking 14 girls with me, Um. and... So uh, you try to make the formation somewhat interesting and not just like three three, Rows and columns. Right. Okay. At at least with a dance group. So, yeah.
0: I got you. So it's got to have some kind of shape to it that's not boring. Right. Right. Okay. So so another thing that I just thought of, will all of St. Joe's unit be together? Yes. Okay. So it'll be like. St. Joe Spirit Steppers, St. Yes. Joe Cheerleaders, St. Joe Band. typically
2: the uh, dance lines um, or drill teams march closest to the band. Um, so I don't know what Mr. Russell has decided, but the, we'll definitely be in front of the band and cheer would probably be in front of us or behind the band, either or. I, I believe we decided to have cheer, steppers, and then the band.
0: Okay, and I know, like, some game day football game type things, the cheerleaders and the spirit steppers do pretty much the same mm-hmm. routine. Is that going to be the case in the parade? Not
2: with this. Um, you know, with cheer, they'll be more with their pom-poms and doing possibly some arm movements. Um, they um, they actually luck out because they're not expected to do Quite as much as the steppers are so um yeah so um they'll probably still do something and i think um coach cole has talked about um maybe when there's a break and a parade rest the cheerleaders doing some type of cheer or something you know so allowing them to do what they do
0: you know so, I mean, the parade, it does have little stops.
2: Yes. it's You want some breaks, but not too many. Too many can be a bad thing. Um, it lengthens the actual time that you're out there. And actually, the more stops... People would think more breaks, the better. But it actually it not. is not the case when marching in a parade. Um,
0: it's better to just keep going. Keep going, yes. Okay. So, I mean, how, how did a... St. Joe get to be in the crew of Toth Parade.
2: Well, I know. Um, let's see. A couple years ago, when I took over um, and met with Mr. Russell and um, and Coach Cole was there. Um, we talked about. Um, well, first I had to learn what they had done in the past, and then I mentioned a couple things that I would like for the team, um, things that I experienced and knowing that my daughter was going to eventually try out for the team. Um, and if she did make the team, what I would want her experiences to be. Um, and thankfully Mr. Russell was very welcoming to what I had to say. Um, then fast forward, um, we, well, I think we were going to try to do it last year. It didn't work out. Um, a good bit of seniors had some type of retreat or something that weekend. Um, so Mr. Russell said he would visit it again this year, and he did. So I'm happy he did.
0: Okay, well, cool. I mean, so the big thing for you, it sounds like, is trying to bring in stuff from when you were on a dance team in high school. Right. right. So, I mean... You must have loved it then.
2: I did. I was a um, competitive dancer at a studio and then on the dance team also. So that's basically all I did. So
0: you're trying to bring a lot of the experiences you had <laughs> yes. um, to the Spirit Stovers yes. at St. Joe. And
2: I had a, um, I learned from our uh, moderator, that's what we called her, Our, I guess you could say our coach, Miss um, Edith Watney, coached um the eagle at 35 plus years um wow. so i learned from one of the best so hopefully like i'm getting it. to where i can follow in her footsteps
0: so would you say that you have brought some of your uh, your former coaches coaching styles yes, to the spirit yes i've stuffers?
2: had to tweak it though um because if i and i joke with the girls too um if I were like her, I probably would not have anyone on the team. <laughs> so really? She was very strict. Um, but you knew what was expected from you, and you did it because if you didn't,
0: then you were gone. You, you were no longer an Eaglet. Right.
2: right, right.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, <Well>, I see. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah. You know.
2: But I do. Um, we do our best to follow our demerit system. Um, you know, we have our constitution. Um, you know, it's it's baby steps, and I don't want to make it so strict that um, it takes the pleasure out of it, the joy. So,
0: right, I understand. Yeah. So, I mean, what what would you say is your favorite part about coaching the Spirit Steppers? Especially this year, y'all are getting to go to the parade, and that's kind of your alma mater. I
2: mean, they coming to be with them most days, it's like the highlight. I wait until, you know, okay, it's 2.45, time to head out and pick up Luca at St. Anthony, and then I head (laughs) to St. Joe. Um, But it really, it's just... um, A highlight of my afternoon, I guess you could say, being with the girls. They always are a bundle of energy. Um, We work hard, but we have fun. Um, I would have to say the highlight this year, though, and being with them is seeing them first um, attend the um, MH. Is it MHSAA? I think so. Yes. Um, or MHSAA. M- M- yes. MHSAA. H- M-
0: Mississippi High School yes. Athletic Association. Yes, that's a shame. There we yes. go. <laughs>
2: um, so, so having them compete for the first time ever um, at the state dance team competition and Everyone should be so proud of them because we were up against schools that are four times our size. Um, and they uh, they went out there with such grace and confidence. I'm so proud of them. Um, and for me, it's like that was the height of our season. And to close it with them marching in a carnival parade in New Orleans, um, to me... I couldn't think of a better way to wrap up their season for, especially for the seniors too. Um, right.
0: Cause this is really the last, yes, this is the last hurrah for yes. this year.
2: And I think they were accustomed to um, performing Friday night lights and pretty much their season would end after that. Um, and I did want to change that. You know, we brought in doing one or two basketball games and, um, having them perform at those. And then um, this year, you know, last year we discussed com- competing but didn't have quite the commitment that I needed. This year it wasn't really an option. Um, and then now the parade. So our their season has gone from, like, just summer and football to a complete year, you know.
0: Right. So, I mean, next year or in the future, are you looking to try and add in some competition?
2: Yes. Um, there's more out there for us to, um, to attend. I can (laughs) imagine. um, Um, there's, yeah, um, always nationals, um, that, you know, I would like to place in the top three at state or at another competition, um, before we went to nationals, um, and then just to kind of get your feet
0: wet. Right. Right. So you can definitely see the team progressing in that direction.
2: Yes. As long as we have the commitment, um, from the girls and incoming girls, um, and they, you know, are trainable, want to be trained, you know, right. open to it. It's always possible.
0: Alright, well, Miss Manuel, thank you so much for being on the show, but um, that is all the time that we have. Well,
2: thank you for having me. Right. wasn't so bad.
0: I told you it wasn't <laughs> going to be bad. Alright, you've been listening to The Brew and Buzz Live on WJXCLP, Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM, also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast platforms. This show is a production of the St. Joseph Catholic School Journalism Department under the advisory of Mr. Terry Casarino. A special shout-out to Hannah Deer for recording all of the music for the radio show this week. This show is copyright 2020 by Bruin Broadcasting Network and St. Joseph Catholic School, 308 New Mansdale Road, Madison, Mississippi, 39110. Until next week, this is Jack Clements, signing off.